because she doesn't respect the little crybaby, and she's only with you because she's ugly as fuck, and she has to settle for a little soy boy pussy like you. And these guys sitting there. (laughs) 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 What the fuck? Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode on Let's Talk Bottles with Uche. I am your host, Uche, and this is my buddy, Jacob. How we doing? What's going on, people? Welcome, welcome to everyone who's been supporting us in this channel. Thank you so much for your continued support. If this is your first time listening on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe. Share with your friends and family. Give us a thumbs up or thumbs down if you don't agree with anything we're saying. And uh, do not forget to hit that bell notification so anytime we upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Today we're making uh, a reaction video, live reaction video. And uh, Jacob, you want to tell us what we're talking about today? There's a man on the internet named Andrew Tate. (laughs) Too much has been going on regarding this man. Who is this guy? This is my first time ever hearing about this guy. So I've been watching him all over YouTube and TikTok because he's got this Hustlers University school that he's been promoting. Hustler. Hustlers University. That's the name of the university, Hustler. Yeah, so he built like an online school. So this guy was a four-time national or world champion kickboxer, four-time world champion kickboxer. He started a webcam business with his brother, scaled it up, started multiple other businesses, has 27 supercars. And now has the hottest takes on women and why men today are weak. Uh, so is it one of the red pill coach, coach red pill type of people? Yes, so very th- much so. Oh, God. So he thinks men are, today are weak? Yes. And women are? Too powerful. Too powerful. Okay. So give me a little more details about this guy. Is he? How old is he? What, what age range is he? I think you would say he's like 35. 35. 35 Caucasian, I'm guessing. He is half white, half black. Biracial, so he gets to play both and get away with it. Okay, I see. Because, you know, there's a card for that. You can play black, get away with it. Play white, get away with it. You can, okay, I see, I see. Tate, what's his name again? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Okay, so we're going to be watching a reaction video on Andrew Tate. Today, Chad. Never heard about this man um, until today. And from what I've heard so far from Jacob, it sounds like a very interesting guy. So we're basically going to be watching a reaction video, watching a video and giving our reaction as to what we think about this guy. You're obviously very familiar with this guy. I don't know shit about him. So you want to find a video so we can get into it? This is going to be interesting. Find the most controversial. Uche is being shown Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Chad. Let me make sure. I think that one is a good one. All right. Take two. Let's go. But if you're depressed, you're living inside of your mind. You're obsessed with how you feel. You don't care about anything outside of yourself, and you're an exceptionally selfish person. That's all they're trying to do is convince you and teach you to be extremely selfish. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Depression is not real. Feeling depressed is real. Mm, so you can difference. feel you can feel depressed, but you feel depressed, and that is a natural biological evolutionary trigger for you to change. Okay, pause. Why the fuck is he screaming? He oh, he's intense. He's a personality. Is he doing this? Is this this is how he is the entire time? He comes up as really douchebaggy, very cocky. Very, oh yeah, yeah. He is the ultimate. Very arrogant. Uh huh. That's what he's going for. Okay. 
All right. I, I'm, I'm not liking the vibe so far because no one talks to me like that ever. Like, this is... I don't know how you can educate someone, like, empower someone by yelling at them. You understand? Oh, that's good. It sounds like you're yelling. It's like it's, an angry father. Yeah. It reminds me of when I was a child and my father said, he like, you know, like, who the fuck are you talking to yelling like that? You know, like, you would not get my respect. I may do what you're saying. You ask me to do just because you are the authority figure. But best believe right. when the power is equal, ghost. But, okay, so far I'm not liking the yelling thing. It, it comes up as very ego-seeking, very narcissistic, all about me type of situation. Also the way he's dressing, but then again, I don't What do you judge. think about the words that he said, though? Feeling depressed. Depression is not real. Feeling depressed is real. Okay. Um I get I, okay. I would agree personally. To, I do to a certain extent because it, it kind of coincides with what um, Ekuto talked about that pain is an illusion um, mm. that you bring to reality if you let it. So you have to give pain power in order for it to keep creep in. Yeah. You understand? Uh, and people, it doesn't mean that people don't feel depressed. I feel felt depressed in the past. So people who feel depressed are the people who are being subdued by that pain let they intentionally let that pain overwhelm mm. them mm. as opposed to surrendering does that make sense yeah so yeah i do understand it to a certain extent but a person who's gone through serial depression or probably going through depression right now this i don't see how this is empowering just yelling at them because that invalidates their experience because that's still pretty much their reality okay maybe he doesn't feel depression it doesn't mean that that person does not feel depression. You know, that person still has that reality as in because they're still latched onto the pain. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you're trying to educate them that the reason why they feel depressed is because they're latched onto something that is creating that pain. This is not the way. And this is just like, what, 25 seconds already? Okay. Oh, no, you're, we're going to have a fun time here today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Something in your life. That's, that's your own mind telling you you're unhappy about X. If I went to jail today, I'd be depressed because I'm in jail. I haven't caught depression. I don't have a disease. I'm just upset with my situation. I have people mess with me all the time. I'm fat and I can't get a girlfriend because I'm depressed. I'm like, no, pancake lover. (laughs) You're depressed because you're fat and you can't get a girlfriend. Do you understand? No matter what the worst thing that could possibly happen to me on earth, I will feel sad. But I will recover and I will not become depressed because I don't believe in depression. If you're in an old haunted house. Okay, I get what he's saying. This goes back to what we talked about earlier. Um, feeling, what he said he feels sad, right? Feeling sad is normal. It's human. It's part of the human experience. You know, sort of like feeling angry. There's nothing wrong with feeling angry. It's normal. But mm-hmm. hostility is extreme anger. That's debilitating. That's crippling. You understand when you feel hostility. Anger on its own is human. It's okay. Someone can piss you off. But it's what that anger, you allow that anger to turn into hostility or just ad- admit, you know, like see it as a reaction to something that doesn't sit well with your spirit. Does that make sense? Same thing with <clears throat> what was the other ex- uh, uh, example that we used? Um, fear. fear. Fear is human, in my opinion. That, that's a human experience. But then when fear turns into anxiety, anxiety is low vibrational. So it is your choice to understand fear as okay this is happening right now and like Toll would say just watch it you know like just because you're you're scared of doing something does that is that going to stop you from doing that thing for example starting this whole youtube channel i was a little scared 
that no one would watch, no one would subscribe, but did it stop me from doing it? No. But when you let that fear creep in and get a hold of you and turn into anxiety, that becomes a problem to the point that it's crippling. You don't, mm. you cannot breathe. Can't move. But then either way, it's still an illusion because you're giving it reality. You're bringing it to life because it doesn't exist. You're the one who is giving it power. You understand what I'm saying? That's so, big, yeah. So I get what he's saying, but I, I don't know if I'm liking this because, <laughs> you know, it comes up as very cocky. But then again, it's the internet, anything for reaction. That's know? exactly what he's going for. You want yeah. to stand out? Absolutely. Yes. I think he's trying to throw in comedy, too, here. I mean, hear him say, like, the pancake part. <laughs> So. I, I don't know. I, I find it very difficult to follow people like this because what you're supposed to be doing is uh, it, it empowering people, though. Exactly. Isn't that what it is? And I think that's the difference between like positive and sort of negative polarity people. Mm. The positive polarity, the generators want to give off good energy to other people versus Andrew Tate and these types of negative self-absorbed people want to take other people's energy for themselves. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it comes up as very egotistic, very narcissistic. It's all about me type of party. Mm -hmm. But if somebody, if you're truly trying to uh, incentivize somebody to turn their lives around, there's going to be a lot of empathy, you know, because it's not it's just about me now. It's about us, okay? Because I need you to, well, you don't need to do anything you don't want to do. But at the same time, so I feel your pain, right? But I'm putting myself in your situation. I see what you don't see. So I would like somebody who sees what I don't see to get down on my level and speak with me, speak to me with love and empathy and compassion. That to me is way significantly more um, impactful than this horse ass shit, in my opinion, so far. But let's go. Haunted house, right? You have two people in two haunted houses. One believes in ghosts and one doesn't. You hear some noise in the night. The wind blows, right? The man who believes in ghosts is like, oh no, a ghost. Now he's scared, right? He wants an exorcist. He, start, he can't sleep. He's scared about ghosts. He's paranoid. Da -da. The guy who doesn't believe in ghosts goes wind, whatever, and goes back to sleep. Do you understand that? It's the belief that gives it power. Right. If you don't believe in ghosts, the ghosts can't hurt you. If you don't believe in depression, you can't become depressed. And I refuse to believe in something that's going to weaken me. Why would I believe in something that's going to weaken my ability to deal with problems in life? Why would I, I don't believe in Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was actually going to mention something along that line. I think there's a level of pragmatism and discernment that we need to apply um, when it comes to what we give power, what we don't give power to. I mean, in, in reality, there's still real life shit that we have to deal with. Okay, like if, if you're sleeping at night and if we hear someone try to break into your home, whether you believe it or not, it's happening, you know, because that's reality. Somebody's breaking in. So you could sit there pretending, I don't believe someone is breaking in, but you get robbed, okay, or even getting shot, murdered, or whatever it is, right? Which is different from, you know, things like ghosts and spirits and, you know, like negative, perverse energy, you know, that we cannot. That doesn't have any physicality to it. And I do believe in what he's saying to a certain extent. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think he talks more of like a metaphysical concept of belief. I think uh, Eckhart Tolle talks about that too. And some other books like called The Journey Within is another one I can remember. Where in order to sort of change your reality, you have to change what you believe inside of you. Because our beliefs are our strongest points of action. They guide us in ways we can't see in the subconscious mind. And so he is very insightful 
although the way he presents it is entirely narcissistic, is mm. what I would say. Yep. He knows a lot, but he doesn't know how to help people. He knows how to yell at people, like you mentioned. So Okay, we can skip some of this because I'm kind of... So this is a compilation. It's 15 minutes. Do you understand? I'm temporarily immortal, and I'm not going to waste my living years believing in things which take power from me. Because I'm not an idiot. Oh, real men cry, and if women can cry, men can cry too. There's nothing wrong with it. And there absolutely is something wrong with it, and I'll explain to you why. Life as a man is far more difficult than life as a woman. And one of the key components of manhood always has been and always will be. We have the ability to control ourselves and not act emotionally. Females are more emotionally driven, more emotionally impulsive than a good man should be. Saying that I felt like crying, so I cried, this makes me a real man, is as stupid as me hold saying, on, well, on. I felt like smashing his face. No, no, I, I want to keep... So I smashed his face in. This makes me a real man. No, the hallmark of a real man is controlling himself, controlling his emotions, and acting appropriately, regardless of how he feels. And throughout human history, this is exactly how men had to live their lives. Do you think that the teenagers storming the beaches of Normandy felt like crying? Of course they did. But they also knew that that wasn't the correct thing for them to do. They had a duty to commit to. They had an honor... And they did what they were supposed to do, regardless of how they felt. That is the mark of a man. Weakness and absolute submission to your feelings are not the hallmarks of men. It's not the way society has ever been built. It's never been built off the backs of men who were crying their eyes out because they felt like crying. The only kind of men who advocate crying are the kind of men who do not have enough self-control to prevent themselves from crying. Because we're all human. There's times in your life, as a man, you're going to feel like crying. It's going to happen. But what you're supposed to do is not cry. Because this is a test in mental fortitude. And there is no physical fortitude. There's no financial fortitude. There's no other type of fortitude without mental fortitude. So when you feel like crying, you ensure you do not cry. And you act appropriately as a man should. The men who say no, succumb instantly to your emotions, are the kind of people who have no self-control. And let me tell you something about men who have no self-control. Men who live without self-control are the kind of men who cry when their girlfriend cheats on them because she certainly does because she doesn't respect the little crybaby and she's only with you because she's ugly as fuck and she has to settle for a little soy boy pussy like you. And these guys sitting there, what they're trying to do by telling you to cry is drag you down to their level. They look at people like me and I say, Ross, that's a big G. He's out there, he's fucking women, he's got his Lambo, he's a multi-millionaire, self-made, six, six foot four, four times kickboxing world champion, chess genius. I don't like the way he's living his life because he's, he's kicking too much ass. statement I've ever heard. <laughs> he's trying to drag me down to his level so I can be a little crybaby like him. And he wants everyone else who reads his tweets to be a crybaby too because the more little weaklings he can recreate, the less bad he'll feel about himself. No man wants to be a little crybaby if they're honest with themselves. And no woman certainly wants to fuck a little crybaby. So don't listen to the advice of people who are living lives you wouldn't want to live. What's actually interesting is I always okay. There's a lot there. <laughs> That's a lot. Okay, I see where he's coming from. I, I don't entirely agree. I, I do believe, first of all, what he calls a real man. I, I hate that phrase, real man, because I feel like that that could be apl applied to anyone, man or woman. Okay, just reality, life sucks. You know. Suck it up and move on. You understand? Yeah, that's that is applicable to a man or a woman. Yeah, doesn't matter. I've seen some boss women who don't sit around and just 
cry their tears, their you know, cry their soppy hearts out. You know, things like that. They'll boss up. They understand that you know, shit, shit is fucked up. I'm gonna just, you know, dust it up, get up, and go to work. You know, they 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 act graceful. Every successful woman, Oprah included, Beyonce included, every single one of these boss women, I'm sure they've had moments of weakness that they're like, you know what, dude, it is what it is. But I can't let this bring me down. So I don't like that real man phrase, you know, because it just to me, it just it just perpetuates a patriarchy and patriarchy is is a problem in, in my opinion. And I'm going to talk talk about why patriarchy is a problem in a whole different topic. But going back to what it's saying now, I don't agree that we we're, we're not supposed to cry. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Right. I do believe that there are times in your life that is appropriate to cry. It is a normal human activity to shed tears at certain times sometimes okay should you be uh sobbing every every single time no that is unattractive to anyone not just women but to imagine if i was crying with you all the time every time we had one guy i was crying <laughs> that would be annoying because it's not productive you know like are you going to keep attaching yourself to your pain to your past because that's just unattractive you're making your pain reality, right? Like, dude, what happened happened. It's fucked up. It's okay to feel that pain, you know, to like recognize, not feel that pain, recognize that it's happened. But shit, it's not the end of the world. So get your shit and move on. And if you're not able to move on on your own, because I know people like you and I, we have that ability to, you know, like just, just get up and walk, you know? Some people don't have that. If you don't have that ability, seek help, seek mental health. Talk to somebody, talk to a therapist, but the end goal is to not be consumed by your pain. And every time you're consumed by your pain to the point of continuous repetitive tears, that's because you keep identifying with that pain body, like Eckertoll talks about, and you are being its slave. So I get that, but I don't agree with this whole, you know, real man terminology, and I don't agree with this, you should never cry, because that's not the way. That's dumb. I wonder what he's cried about. Yeah. See, that's the thing about these kinds of people. Like, he feeds off the shit because he knows people are eating it up. You know, but when you look at their personal lives, please, all the teas you'll sip, in my opinion, anyway. I'm more interested to know about things about him that other people are saying. Not necessarily what he's saying, because he knows the internet is eating this shit up. Especially these low self-esteem Low IQ, slow ass, slow ass men in the back. I'm just keeping it real. I'm not trying to be insulting, but yeah, we know certain kinds of people that will eat this shit up because they lack the ability to think for themselves. You know, the red pill people, those are the people who are funding his narcissistic lifestyle. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? But I'm more interested to see what people are saying about him, though. If you could build okay. We'll get there. The you you got to watch like more than five minutes. Like just watch this just video. Let me let me watch this one. And I say, why are you acting? You're like, you have to act a certain way when a woman disrespects you. If a woman disrespects me, I don't know. I act shit because I'm pissed off for real. I'll, I'll never talk to her again. Mommy for real. issues. Like, there's no act. Like, when you talk to me like I'm a dickhead, fine. I'll never reply to you again. And then she'll then she'll, then she'll lose her mind because she she's never had a guy ignore her. You know, to me, it's not an act. They're coming along. What do I do here? What do I do there? You need to become the kind of person who doesn't take disrespect from females. Why are you going to take disrespect from people? Why are you going to have a woman live in your house? And if someone breaks into the house, you have to go downstairs and face face an attacker who could have a fucking machine gun. You have to go down there as a man to protect her. But when you ask her for a cup of coffee, she's going to give you attitude. 
Mm-hmm. And you're going to accept that shit. You're going to sit there and go, oh, well, you know, she's had a long day. I'm like, fuck how long your day is. Mm-hmm. I asked for coffee. I paid for this house. I'll yeah. risk my life to keep you alive. If you don't want to make me a cup of coffee, that's perfectly fine. Pack a fucking bag. Get out. <laughs> I've had that exact situation happen to me. You're fucking crazy. You're crazy. I'm like, bitch, get the fuck out. You're crazy. You're, you're the most crazy. And they'll leave. And then they'll be texting me for fucking months. The crazy man. Then they want the crazy man back. Then they want the crazy back. Yeah. yeah. I'll make the coffee. I'll make the coffee. I'm sorry. I just didn't like the way. Okay. You said so it. here's like an actual therapist talking to him. Hold on. Let, let, let me react to that real quick. Oh my god. There's so much I want to unpack with that last statement there. First of all, I don't see any high quality woman dating someone like this. I'm just trying to see myself as a woman. Dated someone like this? Absolutely not. Like a high quality woman would not settle for this nonsense. This sounds like a very transactional relationship. Okay? Oh, absolutely. I yeah. will, I will protect you as a man, as an alpha man, and you are my bitch, so to, so to speak. The only women I can see that will settle for this are women, women who don't have any self worth, sense of self worth, or you know, common sense to understand that this is not the type of person you should be with. You know, like. I get to a certain extent where he's coming from. I, I, I've always had, I've talked about this on my pl- platform many times. I've always had a problem with the people, people who put anyone on a pedestal. You should never put anyone on a pedestal, point blank fucking period. Shouldn't put white people on a pedestal. Shouldn't put black people on a pedestal. Shouldn't put men on a pedestal. You shouldn't put women on a pedestal. Shouldn't put straight people on a pedestal. You shouldn't put gay people on a pedestal. Nobody should be put on a pedestal because that is ego telling you that this person deserves more than you. There needs to be balance, equilibrium at all times. So in a heterosexual relationship where a man and a woman see each other as equals or, you know, like genuinely love each other, genuinely love, want to be with each other, you can communicate what the dynamic of your relationship could be. Mm-hmm. Right? It could be that, okay, you pay the bills and this one pays the rent. This one cooks, this one cleans or whatever it is, Right. It doesn't come off as transactional because both of you genuinely love each other. You're genuinely communicating with each other. You understand? It's not a matter of, well, if you don't make me coffee, bitch, pack your shit or leave. That, that to me, does not sound like a healthy relationship. I think that was a bit of a hyperbole he used at the end there. But, yes, I'm with you. Like, bets on if this guy actually marries someone someday. I would say not, but... His lifestyle, I guess, what he says he wants to do is end up with like 30 kids and seven wives. Um, which is interesting because the average person doesn't, I would say, get to live a lifestyle like that or choose to live a lifestyle like that. So it's interesting studying the, the polygamous people. That makes any sense. I think I think if if I'm if I'm using my common sense, I think he's probably saying that to prepare for a divorce, in my opinion, because people like this. He's already out, so he got cheated on in his past. So I just think he and his he's resented his mom. His parents got divorced. His dad cheated on his mom when he was eleven. He he moved his brother to the UK when he was eleven, and there he developed life living with a single mom, probably resenting her for. His father not being there for him. And then he had a girlfriend that cheats on him. So he's completely scared of any intimacy with women. Is, is, that, is that your analysis Analysis that he's scared or that's what he's actually admitted that he is scared? He won't admit it ever. But it seems very clear to me that he is controlling women and keep 
because control is a fear-based thing. Uh-huh. When you want to control, you are intuitively scared of something that can affect you that's out of your control, if that makes any sense. So he's trying to set up these these transactional relationships where no one has control over him because he's scared of how he'll end up. Hmm, this is so sound like a childhood trauma that he hasn't let go himself. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to just kind of spin the narrative around and just be the king. But he's used it as a catalyst. He's, he's held on and used that anger as a catalyst to fuel him okay. for so many years, which is interesting. I'm just going to act. It's not about being an act. It's just who I am as a person. I'm not a mean person. I'm a nice guy. But there's boundaries and limits, and I have my things you've done or said. No, because I will never apologize because I don't make mistakes. Everything I do is conscious. So even if I do something you don't like. How do you know that? How do you know that everything you do is conscious? Because I know exactly what I'm doing. How do you know that? Okay, give me an example. Okay, so I'll, when <laughs> well, I say how, that. How can, well, how can you know that? How, do you, how can any of us know that we're perfectly conscious? Uh, there's no way I've done anything in a relationship and was like, oops, shouldn't have done that, ever. I f***ed her, yes, I f***ed her, yes, I did it, yes, I knew I was going to do it, yes, that was my intention, yes, I did it. It's like saying you've never lied. Sorry, it's hurt your feelings, but I did it because I wanted to do it, so I'm not going to pretend I didn't want to do it. And, and I really do think that in relationships especially, especially with women, because uh, I get this all the time from men, because I, I have a whole bunch of guys who cannot believe like me and my long-term girlfriends and they see me posting all these other girls and like surely your girl your girl sleep with other men too i'm like no oh, but she sees you cheat i'm like so but because there's a whole level of cowardice to, to to lying about things i think that's what annoys women the most so i'll give an example if i if i if i have a girlfriend i go on out on a night out and i fuck someone and then she catches me finds a text message i'm like oh i don't know who she is oh no it wasn't me it was my friend i lie and then she catches me again and she knows i definitely did it now i've just come across the pussy but if she goes, what's this? Got drunk, caught some girl. Don't remember her name. I'm really sorry about it. If you want to leave, leave. But obviously I love you. She doesn't matter. So it's okay. Boom. Like there's a whole degree of, I really believe part of them respects you. For okay. Part of them are like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Okay. This this dude is clearly a clown. I, 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 see, I see enough to get. He seems like, um. He's stuck at seven years old. Seems like a child. I feel like between the age of seven and ten, he stopped growing. You know, it's clearly very opinionated, clearly very um, stubborn, clearly very assertive, clearly also, uh, I, I don't know if I want to say aware, but like there's a degree of awareness. I don't know if it's self-awareness per se or uh, social awareness, but definitely there is a degree of some form of awareness. Um, Clearly some degree of intelligence. But even through this nonsense, because this this is a mask, I see the mask is very loud and very colorful and very extravagant. Through the mask, I see his pain. I see the pain. You want to leave, leave. I, I love you, you know. It sounds like a self-destructive tactic. You're going to leave me anyway, so mm-hmm. I might as well. I never thought you would like me long enough to stay anyway, so I might as well. You know. So now you have a reason to leave me because I knew you were going to leave me anyway. So now you walk away, and if she walks away, I'm like, 
I knew it. These mm-hmm. bitches ain't shit anyway. I knew she was going to leave me anyway. Hmm? Told you. Women are this and this and that. And this is why you got to harden up and things like that. I feel like he's so... This seemed like some type of childhood trauma. Maybe his parents. Maybe his mother. Maybe somebody. Usually childhood trauma. Maybe somebody burned him that he hasn't let go. It's definitely the girlfriend that cheated on him. No, I don't think it's just that. You don't that. think so? Yeah, I don't think it's just that. I, I think this is a, this is a childhood thing because I see a child brain. I think there. I see like there's a, there's something between the age of five and ten. I, I'm gonna push it to a thirteen, but more centered around between seven and ten. That his dad cheated on his mom with a bunch of girls. Okay, whatever it is, I feel like there's something. There's a pain that he's holding on to because he he fears that it will re. re uh, reignite itself in him, and he wants to stay prepared. But but with his preparation, though, he's it's, it's becoming self sabotaging. So he he covers himself, he adores himself with this shit. And he also is smart enough that there are men who will eat this up. He knows that he'll be a sensation with the way he talks. But then there's you know going back to what, what we talked about in the past. There's there's emptiness in spirit. How do you think some of these and shit celebrities, I call them and shit celebrities, are able to capitalize. They capitalize on people's brokenness. There's a bunch of dumbass people who follow celebrities. I don't know if you have Instagram, but you see a lot of uh, celebrities, they're always selling stupid shit. You know, do this and your skin will be bright and all this stupid shit that they don't even use. And people, like, it's always like people are dumb enough to buy this shit. These motherfuckers don't even use this. Like, that's not how they're able to lose weight. They go get surgeries. You know what I'm saying? They get their teeth whitened like professionals. You know, professionally get their teeth whitened. They do all of this extra stuff, and then they come sell you this nonsense, and your IQ is so low (laughs) that you actually patronize this nonsense. They're able to do it because people are truly dumb. I I want to say that, that sounds condescending, but I want to say the average person is just below intelligent. And I feel like there's like an intel- intentional thing to keep people that dumb so that the people, if you know, if you understand human behavior and what people are susceptible to, you just market something to them and you make money. He is smart enough to understand that there's a lot of weak, empty headed men out there and he's basically stringing them along and they're able to fund his lifestyle. Right. But without the camera, without the camera, I think he's a loser, in my opinion. You sound pretty judgmental. This is just me using his own logic against him. I see a child who is in pain. This is what I see. But based on his logic, based on his, you know, the way he sees the world, he would, his true self, he would call his true self a loser. His true self. Ooh. Based on, without so all this glamour. this character to get away from his true self. Exactly. Instead of accepting him for who he is. Exactly. He's heaping all this shit on top of his pain to cover it. It's like makeup. You put on makeup to cover the fact that without the makeup, you ain't shit. You understand? So yeah. you give it an illusion good. out there. Yeah. So to me, I wouldn't call him a loser per se. To me, I just see a child, like a seven-year-old who's stuck in pain, still identify with that pain. But based on his grading rubric, his own words, his own logic, if he was to judge himself... He would call himself a loser. Matter of fact, I guarantee you that we don't have technology for that right now. But I guarantee you, if you were to clone him, clone him, and he would have known that they are the same people, he would judge his his uh, his uh, his his own reflection. That's a good. He one. will see exactly what yeah. I see. Because to me, it just as as you can notice, I don't know if you notice uh, the the therapist is very calm because he sees through the 
He's very loud and very shiny. He sees through the nonsense. You know what I'm saying? But only certain kinds of people will fall for it. Five more minutes. They respect how honest and brutal you are about it. So I don't apologize for it. I like the American British accent mix. So why am I so sorry? So I'm not going to lie. Because I know I did. I genuinely believe I'm a good person. Yeah, Yeah. I don't rob rob grandmas. I don't steal from nobody. I don't hurt nobody. I genuinely believe I'm a good person. And the world has become so skewed now. If you're a man who believes in himself and and has honor and stands up for what he believes in, you're viewed as bad. People think I'm a bad person. Just quick one. How do you love someone like this? Uh, It takes a great deal of patience. I do believe that he's a good person. I don't think he's a bad person at all. Does that make sense? So I don't believe he's a bad person. I actually do believe that he's a good person, right? Um, Loving someone like this, though, I don't know. I I think the the, the, the realistic way to love someone like this for now is loving them from afar. Because... If you make yourself available to someone like this, they will always suck out your energy because your energy will feed their egotistic energy. They will always need you around to feed this. He's able to do this confidently because someone is feeding him. Without that, he'll go back to that 70-year-old kid, in my Mm, opinion. Yeah. He needs to survive. Anything living needs to eat to survive. Mm. Right? Mm, I like that. I lie. I believe in what I believe in. I live to my own principles. I don't really hurt nobody. Well, like, but somehow I'm evil. Is it painful that people don't see that about you? That you're a good man? No. Doesn't bother you? No, it, it, no, it genuinely doesn't bother me. Yes, it I, does. I, so a lot of people say they don't care what other people think. And that's a lie. Everyone cares what other people think. Because if you didn't... You, you just contradicted you yourself. Clothes, you wouldn't, you, mm. Nothing. Like, if you really didn't care what other people think, your whole, your whole life would be a fire. So you do because care. You all want to have some kind of social standing. I want... And I've always wanted people to see me as successful and intelligent. And, and I have now reached a point where those two things are impossible to do. Successful in what? If you, exactly. Anything else you think about beyond, beyond all those things, I don't care. Oh, yeah, he's smart and he's rich, but as soon as you say but, I don't give up. I've done my job. Most niceness is complete garbage. And it's fake. Most nice people are fake. If you show me a nice person, I see a snake. You can let me a person who's nice to everyone. Oh, see hi. what you are. Well, hi. Oh, hi. I just, I don't, you know they're full of shit. They don't. I think that's, that's, that's a very American thing. I, that, that's one thing I don't like about, I don't want to talk shit about America because I love America. Okay. I know yeah. the government is watching chat. He's spitting facts though. It's like fake but, niceness everywhere. Yes. But in the Western world, there's a fake niceness. I usually don't give my energy to it unless I'm in a professional place because you got to play the game. But outside of that, I, I usually keep a straight face because I understand what y'all doing. This, this is fake. This is stupid. This uh, small talk nonsense. So I get it. But I don't think a lot of it is intentionally fake, though. Like, yes, socially it's fake. But intentionally, I feel like a p- part of it is cultural. It's like a cultural norm to fake smile at people. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a cultural thing in this part of the world. Not necessarily the same, the same in, like, say, China. India, Nigeria, South Africa, people may have their own bullshit that they deal with that would look weird to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's a cultural thing. Um, there's a level of uh, conformity, you can say that, but that's out of pragmatism. You know, If not, you will be ostracized, and nobody wants to be ostracized within a society um, like America anyway, because you will be broke. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I don't like everybody. Nobody likes everybody. You know, so there's a degree of integrity and honesty that comes with me being disliked. 
That was a deep-rooted belief. Nobody likes everybody. Yeah, true. True. Nobody likes everybody, but you still... Jesus you still, did. Yeah, wait, we're not Jesus. But but no one likes everyone. Um, it's impossible for you to like literally every single human being you come across. I disagree with that. I think it's possible, and that's sort of why we're on this planet, is to learn the lessons to be able to love everyone. But yeah, to the same degree, though, I don't agree. Love is love. But But what, but what I'm saying is... Just because you don't have a natural affinity towards someone doesn't mean that you should treat them with disrespect. You should always respect people, always. Yeah. And I'm going to talk from my own perspective. I've met people who, you and I, we've talked about this before. I, I seek eccentric people. I like eccentric people, right? So every time when I meet people for the first time, I'm usually very, like, there's, a, there's I'm looking for something, you know, to hold on to because I'm trying to absorb as much information as possible. Are you the one that I need in my life or something like that? Is it going to be a family type of situation? And it's unfortunate to admit, yeah, just be, being honest, most people that I meet are not eccentric. They're not exciting. They're very boring. And um, even though they, when they don't think they're boring, they think they're awesome. But to me, like, you just, mm, okay, you're just there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, a lot of people that I've met don't really, how do I put this so it doesn't come, come off as condescending? They don't bring anything substantial to my life that I would say, like, Uche definitely is. Like, yep, you. I got to keep you, dude. I really have to keep you. Right? So, with those people, I don't disrespect them, nor do I look down on them. I always respect them. I acknowledge your presence. I respect your presence because you're a human being worthy of being loved. Does that make sense? Now, am I going to make you my BFF? Absolutely not. And that is love. That is that divine love that you bring to the table for literally everyone. Now, the people that you have a lot more in common, a lot more affinity to, to uh, affinity towards, those are the people that you welcome. Those are the people that you have that more five and six. Like you and I, for example, we have a whole lot in common, hence why we spend a lot of time together. We almost spend every, almost every weekend together. There are people I've known for years. I wouldn't even do that. Like They live here in Houston. I'll see you when I see you. It doesn't mean that I hate you, but it's like, dude, I got way too much shit on my hands mm -hmm. than to sit out here and pretend that we're BFFs because we, we're not. I still love you. You deserve respect. If you call me on the phone and say, Uche, I need you, Uche will be there for sure. But let's not confuse what this is. Does that make sense? That's respect. Mm -hmm. This is what he means. So I don't want to be viewed as nice because that's a whole bunch of garbage anyway. So I don't give a fuck if you don't think I'm nice. I know I'm a good person. I know I don't go out of my way to harm anyone. I know I've got a good heart. I know I've done well with people around me. I've never robbed, stolen, never done any of those things. That doesn't so, mean you're a good person. He owns a yeah, casino. That that's that's exactly what robbing and stealing is. Don't sit there and like go back but to the like, oh, what do I do? So it's not doing anything. If you fake that you don't give a shit and then she walks out the door and you actually give a shit, game's up. And it doesn't matter how good you are with women. I've had women who I've told to fuck off and they've never texted me again and I've lost them. Mm -hmm. you got to be prepared to lose to win. Yep, you know, like, I, I use chess a lot because I'm a chess player. Yep. I've had loads of guys come to me and they tell me their sob story by email. They're like, what should I do? I'm like, leave her. So sad. Oh, I love her. I was like, in the situation you're in, it's sad because I recognize it. It's, it's, such a, it's like a queen sacrifice in chess. Maybe it'll all go wrong. Maybe it'll all go right, but if you don't do the queen sacrifice, you're going to sit there and it's going to be ground down and slowly pressured down and lose the game. Okay. You're going to lose the game and time's running out. I don't want to make this video way too long. Yeah, I think we're good with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so. Wow, okay. 
I recognize this this man, you know, not literally, but I recognize this type of person because I used to be him. There's a lot of pain. You can mask it all you want, but it's it's there. It's it's loud and bright. And if you know, you know. Most people may not see it because most people are gullible and fall for anything. You know, that's just the way, unfortunately, society has become dumbed down. And I think he's smart enough to know that and capitalize off of it. Um, but all the all, everything that he's capitalized off of is just um, desperately filling in a void. Because, yes, he's probably very rich. Uh, to me, rich is not success, in my opinion. Not necessarily success. He's probably very rich. Probably has a net worth of millions. You know what I'm saying? Has mansions, multiple. Probably even has a private jet, right? Probably. But that emptiness is not going anywhere at the end of a day. If you know, you know. You don't need much to be happy. How do you tell the teenage age group about success? Because I do feel like you're on something there that the teenage age group is feeding his energy and making him a lot of money. So... What is a way to reach out to these kids in a more positive light? Uh, first of all, don't don't be a what's his name Andrew Tate. That is not success. Success to me is being able to love yourself and love others. You know, like oneness and all. I know it sounds very cliche, but being able to contribute positively to the world. Anything that you do that brings closeness, starting with you. Because, again, we're all connected. If you're in a situation where there's no heart in what you do, that is not success. If you're in a system where you're serving yourself as opposed to serving others, that is also not success. Whatever you do, it needs to have a sense of togetherness, sense of humanity, starting with yourself. Like, you need to love. You can only find that love if you love yourself, like if you genuinely love yourself. I don't think this man has made peace with that. I see a lot of pain. I see a lot of pain from his childhood that he has not I don't even know this man this is my first time hearing about him I don't know shit about him but I'm pretty sure if I was to dig and research about this man I'll find out so much information that coincides with everything I've said like I said earlier I'd be more interested to hear what other people have to say about him dig up information about him his past and things like that because this is the side the glamorous side he lets us see I want to see the sides that he doesn't know that we're seeing then I can you know but I I feel like I don't need to see that too but this is not success. Uh, success is, is peace within. You have to have a sense of peace deep inside. You don't need money for that. Well, money is good, but you don't need SS money. You don't need to be a millionaire. You don't need six figures for that. You don't need flashy, glamour cars. You don't need to put people down either. If you can, if you can live humbly in peace with yourself and be able to give back to the world, you know, because... I, I, you ser- as a service to others and also a service to yourself, but not just a service to yourself because we're in this world together. We're all in this world together. You know, There's no need for you to be an asshole. This is not success. This is just malarkey, in my opinion. We are in this shit together. We're in this shit together. And like I always say, um, it's not that I know shit, but because I've been through shit. Okay, so I speak from my soul. This is not a, like a clickbait type of thing, you know, like I'm actually, I actually do care. Hence why I titled this, Let's Talk About Us. Us meaning that I'm also part of the equation, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause w- I'm trying to figure this shit out because I don't know shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure this out, but this ain't it. Anyway, do you have a last remarks? Yeah, one more question for you. Sure. So success is peace. 
How do you find peace? It starts from within, man. Oh, and one thing I wanted to say, this dude needs therapy, like a great deal of therapy. And whoever his therapist is needs to be extremely patient, like capital E. Okay. So, yeah, peace through therapy. Take your ass to therapy. Speak to someone. Be open to therapy. Be be honest. Be brutally honest about your pain. He is not being honest with his pain. He is masking his pain. But you, though, be honest with your pain. And it's okay if your pain is overwhelming. That's why you need help. Go get help for help for someone to help you overcome that pain. That is therapy. And that is the beginning of success. Because charity begins at home. Okay, I don't want to make this too long. Please let us know what you think about this reaction. Do you agree with everything that I've said? Do you agree with what Jacob said? Well, I think I did. Come at us in the comments. I think I did more of the analysis. But yeah, do you agree with anything we've said so far? Or if you don't agree, please share down below. I do want to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, and if you're, like I said, if you're watching for the first time, please make sure to follow. Uh, give a thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, comment down below. Share with your friends and family. Do not forget to hit that bell notification and subscribe, by the way. Bell notification so anytime we upload a video, you'll be the very first person to be notified. Thank you so much. Uh, you can follow on Instagram, UC underscore images. Facebook, Let's Talk with Uche. Email, Let's Talk with Uche at gmail.com. We're also on TikTok. What is our TikTok? Catalytic Theory. Catalytic Theory on TikTok. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Bye-bye.